Hello, we're back for the fourth episode of the Forge Games Cast. I'm Ash, one of the games editors for Forge Press. And I'm Catherine, I'm the other one. <laughs> the other one. I, I always say you, that. You just said that. <laughs> so we haven't got a guest on this time because we've been a bit busy, so we've sort of had to sort of cobble this together from limited time that we've had, so we've not really had any guests on, and it's going to be a bit shorter because... We're very busy this week because it's production week it for is. the issue. Lots of stuff going on. It's a bit of a longer issue as well. Of, yes, uh, because I, of Are we allowed fuse. to talk about that? I think we are. I mean, sure. I, yeah. I, I don't really know as much about it, but like, yeah, it's just there's a little special extra stuff to the issue this this time with like... Uh, like this, this, this ant fuse. Yeah, it's for all the entertainment sections. It's like yeah. meant to be a throwback to something Forge had a few years ago. Yeah. Basically, like their pull out of the entertainment section. So. so it's a little bit different this this time. So that'll be fun. <laughs> so because uh, we've got no guests, we're just going to go straight into what we've been playing. Um, you can now finally talk, I guess, about that game that you were on about yeah. last time. Yeah. You reviewed it. It's in the issue. What well, game was it's it? Online, oh, but... <laughs> it's online. Oh, it's online. Yeah, so yeah, this was bad. killing me last week because I really, really wanted to talk about it. It's New Super Lucky's Tale. Um, I'd not played the first game, but there is a Super Lucky's Tale that yeah. was on, I think it was Xbox, was it? One. One or Kinect. I, I can't remember, but it was on one of the Xboxes. Yeah. And as we've said before, neither of us <laughs> are Xbox people, so obviously. I don't know if it was, a, was it an X, I don't know if it was an Xbox exclusive. I or... think it was, but I could be wrong about that. So okay. don't quote me on that. But anyway, this is basically like, uh, a remake kind of but like they've redone a lot of the things for this version I think so I hear anyway that they've uh, redone a lot of the levels so they're like a lot more fleshed out and stuff obviously I can't compare but yeah. anyway I should probably specify it's a 3D platformer I'd not said that mm-hmm. and you're just basically a little fox and the whole thing is you've got to collect these pages of this book to get home because this book is also a portal yeah I don't get that either but you know we're gonna roll <laughs> You can sort of get away with a lot of stuff in those sort of games. Yeah. Like, it's just like, who cares? It's just a fun little game where yeah. you play as a fox. <laughs> like, pages, just go with it. Don't I guess. question it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it is one of those where it's like quite collectible based. You know, that's a lot of the replay value, like going back and making sure that you found all the pages because there's four in every level. So, it's not like odyssey level of collection where oh, yeah, it's like definitely not. 900 moons good luck with that i i i've not gotten to the end yet so i'm not sure how many there are in total but it's like there's around 20 per world so it's not massive there's six worlds yeah so it's not huge but yeah. it is really fun it's very charming i won't i won't you know spoil the the review score you gave <laughs> it but w- what overall did you think of it I definitely guess. really good it's i've Never been huge on 3D platformers, so it's like, it surprised me with how much I did enjoy it, because it's just one of those games where it is just a lot of fun. You know, it it sounds like such a simple thing to say, but I feel like it's kind of overlooked a lot in a lot of, like, games. It's like, is this actually a fun game to just play? I, I don't know, but that one really just is. Like, you know, it's full of, like, little tiny details that are really cute. Yeah. It'll just make you think, oh, this is such a well-made game. So I definitely really recommend that one anyway. Is there a lot of, like, um, I guess sort of 
unique things about it because I guess from the outside looking in, you'd probably think like, oh, this is just another sort of generic run-of-the-mill mascot platformer. I guess arguably you could say it is. I'm trying to think if there's anything that sets apart from other 3D platformers. It's okay if it is. It could still be a a really fun time, obviously. Yeah. I I just think like from, I guess from my perspective, because I've obviously not played, I've only heard about it from you talking about how good it is, but... I guess from someone who was just browsing like the store, for example. Yeah, why would they pick yeah. that over something else? But it's yeah. good. It's good that you know it can be a hidden gem, I guess, of sorts. That's. I think that's how I'd describe it. I don't think it necessarily brings anything like drastically yeah. new, but like we were talking to Joe last week, and he's really into three D platformers. So it's like I would absolutely recommend that to such as him. You know, it's like if you are a fan of the genre, it's like you're not going to find anything crazy but you will definitely enjoy it and i think that's probably the main thing it's not it's not groundbreaking <laughs> but it is a lot of fun yeah i mean a lot of games can sort of be like that and it'd be absolutely fine you know mm. you don't have to you know revolutionize everything just to be sort of unique you don't have to get points in that category to be yeah. a great game like it's all right that as long as you have a good time with it you know and it's worth the amount of Money you paid for it. How much was it? Uh, I think... Bear in mind I got the code for this. Oh, so, right. Okay. Fair enough. Not spawn, but kind of spawn? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that the full price for it is about £35. Right. Okay. I think. Would you say it was worth that sort of money then for what you played? To be honest, I think if I was buying it, I'd want to get it a little bit on sale because it is... Like I say, I've not finished it, but I'm near the end and it is yeah. quite short. I'd say it's no longer than maybe... 12 hours ish i could be wrong about that but like less than 15 so it's like for that price i feel like you could probably pick up like such as mario odyssey you can probably find that for about 40 and that has got hours upon hours of content in comparison so in terms of what you get it is less but it is of very good quality so i'd say Probably, I think at thirty pounds, that's definitely fair. Thirty-five just pushes it maybe slightly yeah. over the line, but you know, if if you ever see it on sale, I'd say, it, you know, grab it then if it's a good discount. How much time have you put into it then? I think we're going on for maybe nine hours at this point. Okay. So I think I'm on the second to last world, I believe. Fair enough. So, that's not that's not too bad yeah. then. I mean, I've been going at a hundred percent rate, so it's oh, like I've been okay. collecting everything right. as I go along. So that's expanded it a little bit. Have you have you felt like you know you've all that you wanted to a hundred percent? Like, did you yeah. feel like the collectibles were like, oh yeah, I want to do this? Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like some games they've always felt like. I've done them for more like, achievements or trophies. Yeah, not because I enjoy doing them. No, it is really fun because it's like. I mean, I guess this could be a bad thing for some people, but for me, it was like I never found them overly challenging. It's like some of them, it's like it was hidden very well or like, you know, I've had to go back to have another look for it because I didn't find it the first time around. But it's like none of them were frustrating. So it wasn't like, ugh, when am yeah. I going to be done finding this so I can move on? You know, it never got to that point. And also it's like I, one thing, I mentioned this in the review actually, but it's like, if you like collect everything, it's like more things start appearing in the hub world, and that oh, is just okay. yeah. a really nice touch. So it makes it feel like you know doing that was worth it for something overall, mm. rather than just the number going up. Yeah, it's nice when that sort of small details like that get added. I yeah. feel. Yeah. Like, so. I know Mario Odyssey had a similar thing where you sort of the further you get along in in the world, like it starts populating the yeah. the hat ship you're in. So yeah. like stuff like that is pretty cool. So. 
what else have you been playing? Because I've seen... Uh, I'm not too familiar with this game, so you might need to explain it. Yeah, that's fine. To um, me. So this is a review that will be out by the time this podcast comes oh, out. Just, the, it never <laughs> stops. The never stop. Make sure you look online. I don't think it'll be in the issue, but it'll be online. But anyway, this game is called Sparklight, and it's like a roguelite adventure game. Uh, okay. So um, basically... Uh, you play as this girl, she's called Ada, and there's a bit like of an overarching plot, but basically you are dropped into this world and the currency is called uh, Sparklight. So, oh, it's spelled T-E <laughs> at the end. Sorry, he's just having a Google. Um, you're having a Google, mate. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the basically the currency is called Sparklight, and that is what is required to upgrade things in the hub world, which will give you like more power ups and stuff like that for you to explore the world. And oh, like, it's a pixel art game. Yeah, it's really pretty. Like, oh, I like pixel art games. It's really nice. So, at first, to me, it felt a little bit like, kind of, what's the point? Because at first, I was just seeing it as like, right. So, the whole purpose of this game is to collect the currency so that you can get better upgrades so that you can get more currency. So at first yeah. I was like, what's the point? It's like, a, like an adventure capitalist sort of game. Like, <laughs> capitalist. You, yeah, you spend like money to get earn more money sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, so at first I was like, is this really worth it? But actually it is because it's like each... So there's like different zones. I think there's five. Yeah, there's five. Just finished it today, actually. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so I'm running nice. slightly behind on the review. but um, That's fine. No, yeah. From what I hear, you've got a lot of other stuff on your plate that we... Well, <laughs> or soon to be on your plate. Soon to be, but we'll discuss that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's five different areas, and basically it's like every time you die and you go back in, it like kind of respawns in a different way, so it's like all mm -hmm. a bit random like when you're going through it, but like okay. the areas have the same things in them. Yeah. It's just like in a different order. But yeah, they all have a boss, so it's like, and then that progresses the story. So it's like, I, I won't go into the story because the game's not out yet, and I don't want to spoil it or anything. But like, okay. But is there is there like, not not spoiling it, but like, is it in depth? Is it sort of entertaining to get through, or is it sort of like you could probably guess what it is from mm. the sort of game it is? I guess. Maybe not that you'd guess, but it isn't groundbreaking. You know, it's like yeah. once you once it starts telling you what's happening, it is very clear what will All happen. Right. Okay. You know, it's not like uh, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. It's just more of something that you know you want to see the progression of. I guess. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's not a plot based game. I wouldn't say it's just it does have that to kind of like bring it along. Mm -hmm. Um, but. It definitely does, because it's like they're having that motivation to like take out a boss of an area and then move on to the next one it is definitely really good, because it's like you are confined to an area until you beat the boss, and then you can move on to a different one. So it's like there's a grass one and like uh, a woodland. Well, it's like vines, woodland, uh, sand, uh, swamp. You know, the, it's like... And then you can't move into those until you've done that area. So it's like you've not got free reign of oh, the so map. So it's not fully open world in terms of you no, can go from, okay. It does get to that at the end, but like you have to go through one by one, basically. Yeah, because stop me where if it, like if I'm way off, but from looking at those pictures and seeing the sort of, and hearing what it sort of is, I'm, I've started getting a sort of link to the past sort of vibe. Yeah, it's definitely got a Zelda vibe to it, I think. Yeah, but like obviously... You can't like in Link to the Past. Obviously, you can go from 
the sand area to mm. the, the swamp area, yeah. which this seems to sort of lock you in a bit more. I mean, once you unlock them, you can tread, like, oh, go okay. freely. But right. it's like you start off in one zone and you can't move on from that until you right. beat that boss. Okay, okay. Then you get the next oh, okay. one. Yeah. All right. So it gets that point where it's just like you couldn't go straight to the final boss, basically. <laughs> you know, you've got to do things as they come. But yeah, the... It, for me, it got a lot better once I'd beaten the first area because the first area is like arguably the hardest just because it's like you've got no power-ups. So it's like you die in like two hits uh, and yes. like you've got to go back to the start and then, you know, it's just this slow grind to get anything that will help you. So it's just like at first it felt like a bit of a slog. But yeah. then at the end of that first area, you're at a point where it's like you have things that are helping you survive longer and it just feels like you're achieving more, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's definitely worth it, but just stick with it. Because, like, to be fair, I, I might not have been the best one to review this because I'm not that into rogue and roguelite type yeah. games. It's For me, it's like I like to be able to play everything and, like, not feel like I'm being sent back, I suppose. But, like, yeah. with this, it it does feel like you are progressing. Like if, You are uh, yeah, yeah. getting more every time. Like, you don't lose the currency you pick up when you die. So, yeah. like, you are always gaining something. <laughs> it seems, like, similar to the progression system. Sounds quite similar to, sort of, Cube World, except that, you know, once you progress into the next area, yeah, you, you don't... you keep your things. Yeah. I mean, the enemies get harder, so it's not like once you've got all that, you're just going to, like, roll over everything. Yeah, there's a there's constant, sort of slope going upwards yeah, about difficult yeah but yeah you don't feel like you know you're gonna be in the state you were at the start of the game in the next area you know you you have improved so yeah i i really enjoyed it anyway and uh it will be out by the time this comes out so is it i take it like is it on switch it's on the switch and steam and i think wait no i think it is just steam and um Switch, Switch, but don't quote me on that. Definitely those two, though, because I played it on yeah. Steam. Have a look if, you, if you're if you interested, I guess. You yeah, can find that out. I believe there's also a demo on Steam, so ah, that's worth okay. checking out. Yeah, to be honest, like from what you've talked about it and from seeing the pictures, I might actually give that a yeah, go. So. It's, it's nice, and it's just... It feels really warm as well. Like, all the characters are really nice, and yeah. there's another thing as well. It's like they add them to the hub world, so you've got that sort of thing. So, yeah, definitely recommend that. Is uh, one well, I guess one last thing is like the combat because obviously oh, yeah. the, the main draw of these sort of games is fighting enemies and, yeah, and does it does it feel like does it feel sort of um, you've got one main attack that you're just sort of using over and over again or is it sort of varied? You like, do get more, so it's like okay. you've got your main weapon, which I forget what like a wrench where it's like a tool I forget but anyway it's, it basically just works as a sword where it's like you're thwacking yeah. things you can also charge it as like a hammer attack but also as you progress uh, each area also gives you a new tool so it's like um, you can get like a laser gun which is a bit of an upgrade um, and like uh, a balloon bomb that you can like control so you can control where it goes and they're usually to like solve different puzzles and get more secrets but um they also double as weapons so it's like you get your long-ranged weapons eventually as well so you've got your different options for taking stuff out yeah it's good that's interesting to like discover actually that's something i didn't know before and kind of interested (laughs) in checking that out now so um what about you well actually to be honest the the game you just talked about kind of segues quite well into one of the games i've been playing for 
on Xbox Game Pass for PC. I recently picked that up because that was on sale for a pound again wow. for a month. So yeah, it's, they do some like quite good deals now and again for the PC, like PC Game Pass at least. Um, obviously, I don't not too aware of like what sort of or how often the deals are for like the console version, but. Yeah, I picked up uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC fairly recently, like a couple of days ago, and I've been playing a few games. One of the, f- the first one I guess we'll talk about because it sort of relates to uh, what you were just on about is uh, Moonlighter. I've been interested in that. Yeah. Um, so that's it's not a roguelike, so to speak, but it's a similar sort of, I guess, gameplay style where you are going into. Um, I guess dungeons and acquiring um, items but if anyone's played a game like Reseteer um, like that sort of game that came out quite a while ago on Steam and stuff um, it's a sort of shop management simulator I guess Um, and it was it's quite interesting to play like the combat feels quite good like um, it feels good to go through the dungeons like I, I like that sort of game, like which is why I guess Spotlight would be sort of, you know, would appeal to me, I guess. So like the dungeon crawling feels really good and everything. Um, but obviously the second part of that is the actual shop management system, I guess, um, which I have like I have had the sort of experience of like finding more about Reseteer which obviously the like I guess the vast majority of people probably wouldn't have heard of before. Yeah, I've not. So yeah, like the thing is going into uh, Moonlighter having knowledge of Reseteer or like seeing Reseteer's gameplay before Moonlighter, it sort of felt like a step down um, right. because like the shop the, the going into it, I guess from a completely barren perspective and not seen any of Reseteer or anything like that you'd probably sort of enjoy it but um because the the way it works is that you the items you get in the dungeon you can sell at your shop um once you get out of it and you can set the price and people will come in and sort of haggle for it and then you can basically earn a profit off the um items and sort of the way that works is you know obviously haggle and uh you can sort of mark it up for more than it's worth or depending on um, the sort of people that come in they might have to sort of make a small loss on it um, which is pretty interesting but once you've figured out the sort of trick to it the sort of um, like the sport what price the item is that people will generally buy it doesn't fluctuate right which makes it a bit sort of one note i guess once you've found out the price for the item yeah then you can just... sort of keep it like that and people will keep buying it even if it's you know above what it's worth i guess yeah. so there's not really much on that front whereas in comparison reseteer that would change like people would come in and sort of you would it would be dealt with on an individual basis yeah like people would come in and buy the item and it wouldn't necessarily be sold for what you might have put it on and i guess that makes it a bit more lifelike yeah it makes it a bit more involved that sort of part where moonlighter doesn't deal with that it's Mm. like once you've got that price then you can sort of (laughs) yeah get away with that and it it makes it a bit sort of uh like it, it gets not gets old but you can sort of feel like you've sort of done 
pretty much all that the game has to offer yeah. quicker. Yeah. So um, I guess in, in a sense, that's a sort of double recommendation, I guess. Play Moonlighter. It's on Steam. It's on, I think, Xbox and It is also on Switch. Oh, it's also on Switch. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably something to uh, maybe get into. If you've got Game Pass, for example, that's probably a great yeah, jumping on point. Good. And if you like it and you would want more, then I would probably recommend Reseteer, which is on Steam. Um, it's a bit more involved, but um, so yeah, that's that's one of the games I've been playing. The other one, well, one of the other ones is possibly one of the, like <laughs> I've had this game at the top of my my Steam wish list for ages, but um, I recently got to play it because of of the Game Pass, which is Astroneer. Okay, I've not heard of that before. So what's it's quite um, so it's on Steam and Xbox, so it's not on. I don't think it's on Switch. Mm, I don't so, think so. Um, it's kind of a survival-ish game um, where you play as sort of a, an astronaut that's been like, plonked onto this planet, and you've got to go out and gather resources. Um, similar in like No Man's Sky, but I find that the inventory system, while a slightly kind of more restrictive than No Man's Sky in hindsight, it's dealt with way more organically right. because you can see all the items that you put on. Um, like, because you carry a backpack or sort of like this, you know, the astronaut suit has the bit at the back. I guess it's a backpack. I don't know <laughs> what to call it. So, like, you carry all your items on there and you can see it. You like, you pick it up with your mouse or I guess I, I played it with mouse. I'm not sh- quite sure how it works with the gamepad. So, you pick it up with the mouse and you drag it and you put it on your character. Like, there's no inventory screen, I guess. Right. It's all organic which i kind of really like yeah, i think it just nice. feels nice there's a good yeah like game flow i guess is a term yeah. that i've heard like used to describe certain mechanics and that has pretty good uh, flow um like the graphics are really quite cutesy as well it's 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 very like sort of low uh polygon but like the character like your the guy you control who is like customizable you can change the color of him change the outfit and stuff like you can actually unlock more as you go along that sounds good and um, they're quite expressive like you've got loads of emotes to do and there's obviously multiplayer which you can you know emote to your friends and everything it's quite it's quite yeah, a cute thing yeah that sounds thing. really nice um but yeah like the progression in that game is quite uh fairly unique i'm not too sure of how many other games have a sort of progression like this where you have to go out into the world and find these like sort of weird, I guess blobs of uh, like rock and plant life, and they're like called like research materials. And you have to take them and you have to drag them back to wherever your home base is, and you have to put them on this like research platform, and it generates from that research material. I think like they're called bytes, which is the currency you use to spend. Okay on unlocking new technologies in like parts of your base um which is like really cool like um it's kind of a neat experience seeing something in the distance and then going to it and then bringing it back and researching stuff um but the main i guess the main mechanic actually before all that is the tether system because you're on a you know an alien world and stuff you've got oxygen and electricity and like power to deal with so obviously your home base generates all that um, infinitely. So as long as you're close to it, you're gonna get, you know, air and power. Yeah. But then, obviously, as you go further out, you're gonna lose that. So you have to build uh, tethers, which 
are like, you know, there's a line of uh, tethers where you can sort of build outwards to, so you can go out and then connect to the tether, which basically gives you air and power yeah. as you go out to explore, which is pretty cool. It's it's a bit finicky. It's a bit annoying when you're like trying to play stuff. Um, eventually you get the hang of it, but you know, it's sort of a bit like, because yeah, you're using your mouse to do it. You can use the, I guess I think it's the T key to just pop it down where you are, but you want to sort of like, because you craft them out of resources, you want to try and make the most of them, which means you have to try and put them as far away from each other so that they still have a connection without yeah. it breaking. And that point is a bit finicky. Yeah. But once you sort of get it down, it's quite like, I guess, muscle memory, just like hit T every time you think you're, or you judge, yeah. you judge the distance, I guess. Yeah, you get to learn it. Which is, it's quite cool. And I've not really progressed that far in it, but... Um, what I've seen from other worlds, like it's a similar gameplay loop, but it's just different materials that um, you unlock. Like it's a sort of progressive thing. It's kind of like a, a level system, I guess, where once you've gotten the resources that you need to build a rocket ship, you take off and you can go to the next planet and then find other materials and then, you know, do that loop again and then move on to the next planet. It's It's quite a interesting little game i'd say it's um like it's not amazing obviously there's like the sort of little niggles that i talked about but But it's definitely an interesting game i've I've enjoyed my time with it so far i'd recommend obviously i mean a few of these games i'm talking about you know if you have game pass on pc then no brainer (laughs) just go try them so um obviously it's it's available on xbox one astroneer as well so that's something to check out I'd, I'd definitely recommend that i think um the last one i've been playing or recently just downloaded actually i've not actually got into it it's just i booted it up to sort of change all the graphics things and yeah. stuff to let you know um is forza horizon 4 because i think that recently came out and um my friends have sort of been trying to do a um okay that's a co-op run through i guess um so they sort of said like oh um pick up game pass and come jump on this with us so i thought okay fair enough so yeah i've I've not played it really i've just downloaded it but that's something i'm looking forward to do um over whenever i get the chance (laughs) to actually play it because obviously uni is very busy sometimes yeah so that'll be a fun thing to I guess do like I'm a big I'm a I'm a fan of Forza and racing games. Like I used to be back in like the 360 days. I had like Forza three, Forza four, uh, the Need for Speed games. I was always on like, but I've been less so this generation. But it'll be interesting to get sort of get back into it. I think. Yeah, that sounds good. And all those are on the Game Pass. Did you? Say? Yeah, those those three games that I just talked about are on Xbox Game Pass. I mean, I think yeah, all three of them are also xbox one games as well so you know if you've got i guess game pass ultimate or game pass on either xbox or pc then you can play all those games so and i recommend it because well the two games i have played are well two games i have played more than just booting them up <laughs> um astroneer more so than moonlighter i'd recommend so, right yeah um the other game that i've been playing recently this week uh, I've played a bit more than Forza, but I've not played as much as the other two. Is Final Fantasy XIV? I picked up another free trial for it. <laughs> right. Um, so I've been meaning to get into that. Like the thing that happened last time, I touched on it when 
Joe Stead was on it, like the second episode, mm. that my free trial sort of ran out because I was subscribed to like Amazon Prime and like Twitch Prime. Yeah. Um, at one point they gave out like a free 30-day subscription time for Final Fantasy because the way it works is like you buy it um, and you buy the expansions, but it's also a subscription model as well. So you have to pay every month or yeah. pay for game time basically um and twitch prime game out gave out three 30 days of it so i applied that to my character that i was using at the time or going through with the free trial but once that ran out you can't get the free trial with that character anymore right so i made, i've just made a new account to sort of play it and not if, if any twitch you know if, if there's any more of like uh 30 day things that they give out i'm not going to take them because then i'll only get 30 days of it whereas the free trial you can play for as long as you like up to a certain level i think oh that seems so i want to experience more of it before being kicked off yeah so um so right now i've only just started up a new account a new character i've not really got very far into it but that's the sort of thing i'm intending to do with it because i mean i've i've always been in i've been interested in this game for quite some time obviously playing the free trials before i've been really into it so i just need to spend more time with it because i i I quite like it i quite like the final fantasy games and like if there's any mmo that i'd probably get into that would be accessible to me it would probably be this one so i'm excited to sort of yeah spend more time with it and just play it more i guess yeah it's something i've been meaning to do for a while so that's sort of what we've been playing. Um, a very good variety, I guess, of games. So yeah. obviously, in between our busy, busy <laughs> schedule, we've still managed to find some time for games, which is good. Yeah, it's a relief. I feel like the past few weeks I've been like, well, I barely had any time. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like a lot of these games, well, especially for me anyway, because with Forza and Final Fantasy, there's been a lot of, oh, I've only just started. I've mm. not been, any, been able to put yeah. any meaningful time into a lot of things recently, so... But yeah, that's what we've been playing. We'll have a little break and then we'll come back with some news. Okay. (laughs) Hello, we're back and we're going to get into some news now as we do. So when this comes out, I'm quite excited about this, but when this comes out... Yeah, because we're recording on (laughs) Wednesday the 13th. It goes out on the Friday the 15th. 15th. Yes. Yes. So when this comes out, it'll be a lovely day for us all because the new Pokemon games will have released. Yay! 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 Everyone's so excited. Everyone's really they? happy about it. Oh no! Everyone what's going thinks on? This is going to be the best game ever. Or oh, not. So the way you're saying it might imply that <laughs> something's gone on. Honestly, it has been for a while. So basically, ever since E3, I think it was. It might be. I think it was E3. It might have been a bit before. Uh, they made the announcement that basically, um, not every Pokemon is going to be in this game. So it's like basically a lot are going to be cut. Um, th- this is referred to as like they don't have the national deck. So like in every game, you've got your regional deck. So like all yeah, the new Pokemon, the ones in that area. Yeah, and then the- generally. Well, I say generally, always afterwards, after yeah. you'd beaten that, like once you'd filled out that Pokedex, you'd gain access to being able to get all the others. Like you could never catch them all in that game, but you could have all the Pokemon in the game, basically. Mm-hmm. Basically, in this one, you can't. So it's like, huh. 
Obviously, this is disappointing. Slightly strange, that. Yeah. I'm, I've been avoiding leaks. There is a number out there of how many Pokemon are in, but I've not seen that, and I don't want to look. Yeah, sort um, of side story. I've seen, like, stuff about leaks and a specific yeah. one website in particular. A lot of people have been angry about this this particular website for whatever reason. I've not looked too much into it, but this guy has been getting death threats from, like, people about... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not talking yeah, about not leaks. Talking I don't know, but, like, that's pretty bad the people yeah. that's happening but anyway uh yeah so anyway when this was announced obviously everyone was upset i was disappointed because it's like this is the first time that well apart from let's go pikachu and eevee but like we're not talking about that. Okay. Uh, they don't count um it's the first time that we've not been able to have every single pokemon in a game so okay. it's like obviously people were disappointed but of course it went too far why do they have to do this to the one that's set in britain why do they have to i know and this is what i was talking well referencing to you is that people have coined a really good term for this. Uh, Go on, let me hear it. Dexit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Which right. is like, I love that, actually. <sighs> okay, all right. So, the internet... It's a good thing. That I'm glad you saved that for the actual <laughs> recording. I think you would have kicked me out if I'd have told you before. It wouldn't have been as good a reaction if I'd heard it during the break. So I'm sort of, yeah, okay. Yeah. So still processing. The internet is up in arms about Dexit, basically. Have there been lo- loads of memes about it? Like, yeah, but it's gotten to the point now because, like I say, this has been going on since E three. So, like, okay. we're months in, and it is not ceased. So it's like, it's gotten to the point now where it's not just people like, oh, I'm sad that these Pokemon aren't going to be in the game. It's to the point that basically there's just a set like group of people that are just trying to make it uh, a hell site for everyone. Oh dear, Game Freak has been targeted with so much, like, anger and yeah. death threats there too. So it's like, Pokemon community isn't making itself look particularly Yeah, I great. always assumed they were quite friendly people. I mean, considering it's meant to be a kid's game, yeah, it's like, it's, it's going a bit far. But yeah, it's gotten to the point now where it's like, no matter where you look, there's just people trashing on it and basically just... Like, replying to people who are looking forward to the game with, no, it's not got this, it's not got this, it's not got this. And it's just chaotic, basically. So I feel like whatever, like, if the game is actually good, there's still going to be about thousands of people, like, just saying, okay, but it doesn't have... My Pokemon's not in it. (laughs) I can't play this game. It doesn't have crystal. (laughs) I don't know if it does or does not have crystal, but... (laughs) Yeah, you've got the game on order. It's it's yeah. being delivered, I think, as it, as we speak. Or... Well, I wish. I mean, I'm not sure. I feel like it might be tomorrow. Okay. As in Thursday. And I know this has been confusing for um, oh, yeah. people listening, but it should at the very least be delivered. The game's the out by the time people listen to it. Yeah. This. So if I don't have it by then, I'm yeah. going to be quite unhappy. But <laughs> How have po- uh, Pokestart reacted to this sort of news then? Honestly, I feel like... Most people are just tired at this point. It's no, like, right. I mean, I feel that, to be honest. It's like, I was disappointed, but not to the point that it's like, you want to ruin everyone else's excitement for it. You know? I get, like, people would be disappointed at a certain feature not being in there. Yeah. I don't get the, the whole death threats thing. Come on. It's childish. Yeah, it's like... It's, yeah. I, I, obviously, like say, people there are also like, uh, it's a shame, you know, that they're not all in, but it's like... What can you do about it? It's like 
they're not going to suddenly cancel the game for a year and then say, oh, okay, we're going to add them all in now just because you were so nice to us, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're not going to do a, a Sonic movie where they just postpone it and then put yeah. in, like, what people want and then... It's not going to happen. Yeah. So it's... Yeah. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> I can tell. I just... It, it's just the fact that no one stopped. It's like at this point we're two days from release and it still will not cease. How has this like escalated then? Because obviously you said it was around sort of this whole thing was around during like E3. E3 yeah. How has it just suddenly spiked up now? I think it's because of the leaks. So we briefly mentioned this before, but anyway, as it always tends to happen with main games... People get them early. I'm not entirely sure how, but it happens where yeah. someone has gotten the game. I think it happened about two weeks ago at this point. Obviously, they're going to find things that they're not happy about. And so, and obviously as well, because people don't have the game for themselves, if they say see something, it's like people can take it out of context and then everyone starts spewing that information out. So it's just been escalating through the lack of official information but being aggravated by the unofficial information i guess yeah it's hard to like when two sort of sources like that yeah overlap then yeah it'll... Do, you think, do you think it'll die a bit when the game actually comes out or do you think it'll like even get worse because actually people can play it and see how much of it is missing i feel like it might have a spike and then i think it'll finally start dying down because it's like it's gonna get to the point where it's like why are you still talking about this the game's out people are I should hope anyway enjoying it and then it's like you know why are you even still complaining anymore but I feel like at first there'll probably be people like oh this this is bad yeah. you know why is that there has there been has there have you seen anything from game freak about why they decided to not include it or has they just been sort of not yes, talking about it but it kind of aggravated everything further uh, okay right um at the time there was like um well, the phrase that's been circulated a lot is basically it was because they had to redo a lot of animations or something. So it's like they mm. had to remake the Pokemon models from the 3DS to put in the new game. And then it was like, we've made a lot of new animations and it's taken up all this time. So we can't do it for all of them. Right. And it's like, okay. And then as the leaks have happened, people have been claiming, actually, these models are the exact same. And then hence the hashtag that is trending today game freak lied <laughs> so it's right. all a mess they have apologized not for lying because you know that is an unofficial claim i don't know what yeah. i don't know what the scoop is with that at the minute but like months ago they did like issue a statement saying look you know we are sorry about this but it's, it's not gonna change <laughs> you know sorry for any disappointment but you know that that's just how it is so it's not that they've completely not addressed it, but also, you know, mm. it's not a definitive answer of we couldn't do it because of this. Yeah. Do you know how many, like, like Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee are obviously on Switch. Yeah. Was there a lot of Pokemon in, like, those games that they could have, like, they might have brought over? I think so, yeah, because um, in Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee, it was all Kanto Pokemon, so from the first generation ah, of games. Okay, right. And, you know... It just seems that the Pokemon Company, they just really like reusing Kanto. I mean, there's yeah. over two remakes for it now. Three, if you count the fact that you can revisit that in Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Remake Sinnoh already, come on. Come on! <laughs> yeah. So, I think a lot of the Kanto Pokemon have been carried over. I'm not sure if it's all of them, but I've so I hear that it is a vast majority, so I've, I guess that helped okay. with that. Uh, yeah. It's a mess. I hope by the time this releases that nobody is uh, 
<laughs> maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah. Soon for the in the future, I guess. Yeah. Let's so, move on from that. Yeah, I was going to say, is there, is there anything else that like has been going on with Pokemon? But that seems like a lot already. It's a big I question. Um, I mentioned it a bit earlier, but the Sonic movie. Yeah, we got talked another about trailer. the leak, didn't we? Yes. Speaking of leaks, I think it like this design looked different to what was in that leak. Yeah, a little bit. But, but it's better than the oh leak God. looked. Oh, it's a lot better. It's so undeniably much. better. It's like anyone who thought the first one looked better. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to say. Honestly, it's like if you look at the comparison side by side, it is worlds apart. Yeah, it's like this this old one. We're watching like this comparison oh, thing is now. This, oh, it's the old one. Yeah, that's like the old one with like the sort of white fur hands. When like humanoid almost yeah. body. Like that looks so much better. That looks like actual Sonic. I mean, I'm still like a bit like ooh about it, but in comparison to the original one, that's it, nowhere near yeah, as bad. Yeah, his body shape is different and that is so important because the old one was like Like he's got gloves now. Yeah. He's got gloves. He doesn't have human teeth. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> they listened. So that's crazy. Like, the transformation is insane. Oh, is that in- oh. infamous meow? Meow. <laughs> See? Uh, I like how they did that. But there's his teeth. That. Ugh. No they- teeth. <laughs> they're different. They're, they're, the teeth are there, but they're not as nearly as pronounced. They're not going like that. <laughs> oh, my God. The amount, like, the, just the difference in those two images. Obviously, you can't see, but, like, the, 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 the comparison trailer thing is, you know, it's widely available that people have been looking at. It's just... Just so much, like, it's just so so much better. Like, yeah, this is awful. It looks like a weird bootleg Sonic. Whereas this looks like Sonic, but... God, I don't yeah. like his lips. His lips look way too, like... Don't. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the sort of design, like, this is, I guess, what would you mouth. call it? Cheat? Yeah, mouth area <laughs> is, like... In the old one, it's sort of whiter, and his like chest area is white. Whether it looks as, more hairy. Than yeah. Like. Whereas in the new one, they're actually like sort of peachy colored, which is actually how it is in yeah. the game series. So it that just was, looks a lot more like what's the word? I don't know. Less scary, less nightmare fuel. Definitely, but it's like also more like sticking to the source material, whatever the word is for that. Anyway, it's... I'd be interested to see like because I've seen in this trailer, there's been a few. Um, I noticed like a few like animations that were in the first trailer, but with different scenes. Yeah, it looks like, like a lot of it has been revamped. Like this first part where he's sort of going through. Um, if I can find it. I don't know, a bit earlier. There we go. Like, he's in Green Hill. Yeah, instead and he, of on and, the road. He, and he does this slide thing. He does this... Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Whereas in the first one, it's in a desert. Yeah. So, like, I'd be interested to see how much they've changed in terms of not just the like the design of everything, but if they've had to maybe re-record some voice lines to accommodate for that I wouldn't change. be surprised, yeah. Like, I'll be interested to see how much of it is different. Yeah. And then you'll have probably people, like, <laughs> similar to what, like, Justice League and people are demanding, like, the Snyder Cut. Like, pe- people will like to sing apparently, what's the original version like. No, apparently, I, f- I forget who it was, but one of the people, like, in charge of it, he wants to include the original thing on the Blu-ray. 
So wow. that would be interesting. Pre-ordered, sorted right there. Yeah. Wow. That, that could be wrong. Don't quote me, but that's Hopefully. what I've seen. I, I hope, hope that's it, right. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. It's like, which version do you want to watch today? Do you want nightmares or <laughs> do you just want a film? Yeah. Like, do you know, this is so weird, like, how quick, like, how much this has turned around now. Because it's not as much as, like, oh, I want to go see this just to see how terrible it is. No, it's like, oh, that actually looks quite good. Yeah. Like, like Green Hills on it looks amazing. It does. I still don't think it'll be very good in terms of, yeah. like, you know, it'll still be a pretty it'll, mediocre mm. thing. But I feel like... I guess they've sort of earned a lot of people's respect. They definitely and, and have tickets with, me. with the amount of effort they've gone to with this. Yeah, because how many like things have happened to this degree? Where, especially in films, where yeah, something's come out in like a trailer or something. People have complained and then they've changed it so to this drastically. Much. So I think props to them. Yeah, <laughs> that's re- I respect that a lot. So yeah, I, I was going to go anyway, but. I kind of, like, it's weird. I'm going to kind of go because they deserve it now yeah. rather than I want to see how bad this is. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same. So, yeah, this comes out on February 14th. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not allowed to go watch it on that day because obviously it's Valentine's Day. So, <laughs> I think it'd be a great date, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, my girlfriend doesn't agree. <laughs> so, I'm going to go see it the day after, I think. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's one important announcement i think i definitely wanted to include it because of how vital it is <laughs> that people see this trailer and just see how different he looks especially like watching the comparison one so yeah i think that's a very very good change and a quite a positive one and yeah. definitely in comparison to when that originally came out and everyone was like oh my god <laughs> this is awful though. it was really funny though <laughs> it was really funny but it was also like oh my god how have they screwed this up this badly yeah. sort of thing this is funny and then there's like oh come on mm, yeah yeah but yeah that's definitely good i'm glad about that and i'm actually sort of excited for it in a positive way now yeah, rather than too. a negative one so that's good so moving on to uh moving on to this also sort of funny story that yeah. i saw that came up um this game was announced fairly recently called Airplane Mode. And for people who are sort of familiar with a game called Desert Bus, which was a game that came out in like, I guess, the Sega CD or Sega Genesis, that sort of era wow. back in the day. Um, it, was, it was part of like, have you ever heard of Penn and Teller, like the magicians? Uh, Ring the bell. Well, they sort of, they released a game for... Um, the Sega Genesis CD. I can't remember which one it was, but um, yeah, that's the sort of era we're talking about when stuff like that would come out. But yeah, they released a game uh, and Desert Bus was one of the sort of games within that game. Um, and it was basically sort of, it was a real-time bus driving simulator, I guess. So you would drive across the sort of like Nevada desert because I think you tried to get to... Um, like Las Vegas, I think, because I think the context was like they were hosting a show there and you've got to drive the bus there. Right. Um, but it was driven in real time, so it took hours to get there. <laughs> Good and luck like, with that. And if you and because of the way they designed it, you couldn't just like leave it on and then go and do something else because it would constantly sort of steer to the right. Okay, so you so had you to crash. constantly manage it. 
And if you went off, if like if you've left it, for example, and it went off to the right and off, it would get stuck on like the side of the road. Like you'd get stuck in like gravel and stuff. And then you couldn't move. And then a tow truck would come. You'd like see the beeping lights and all that, the, like the beeping uh, siren and the, the flashing lights. And then it would drag you back to the start. Oh my god! But it would take as long to get back to the start as you would that is getting soul there. Crushing. Yeah, it was a very torturous game. There's been a lot of um, uh, sort of like charity streams, especially like Desert Bus for Hope. I think is the most famous one where people play it for like charity. Um, yeah. That's a pretty good cause. So that's why like this game sort of reminds me of that because it simulates like a, a transatlantic flight in real time so that takes like that's six hours or so so yeah it's like these sort of games ha- like the last one is probably desert boss in terms of a game that's been soul crushingly devoted to simulating yeah. real life um so yeah that's a pretty interesting announcement i'd be interested to see how people react to that if that gets the sort of same attention as Desert Bus got, I guess. Yeah, so. it'd be interesting. I wonder what you're actually doing. It's like the screenshot you've got on the screen. There, I think like, you literally just sit there and as if you were on a flight. So you don't even like get up. You can't go to the toilet. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess maybe. I don't know. There's... Oh, there's some there's some features here. Like Ooh. you could got a book and headphones, and you'll be able to read the in-flight magazine and complete <laughs> Sudoku's and crosswords. That doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> There's like you can watch a few movies, I guess. Um, I don't know if you can get up to go to the toilet, but there's also stuff like turbulence, crying delays, babies. crying babies. Imagine so, playing that game on a plane, like wow, like you know, on a, when you are on a flight, it's like you'll play a game to pass the time. What if you wow. just like played the game that simulates what you're doing in real life? That'd be so that'd weird. be so surreal, yeah. So it's coming to Steam, so it won't be coming to Switch, so you won't be able to take that. Ah. You'd have on. to bring your entire computer with you. Yeah, so that's that's going to be pretty interesting. It doesn't have another solid release date yet, but yeah, that's cool how it has like random events, so it like varies up every trip, because obviously yeah. as boring as it probably would be, you wouldn't want the same thing for the second yeah, time. Yeah, at least it's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, that's just something I saw and I thought that'd be funny to include, because, you know, like... <laughs> That'd just be interesting to see how people react to it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, so what charity sort of things they might do, because I bet that'll be, like, the best thing for that, <laughs> not just playing it. If we weren't so busy, I'd probably pitch it to, like, maybe Forge <laughs> TV, just have someone sit there and play it or That'd something like fun. that. Could do but, it in shifts. <laughs> yeah, but obviously that, that might not come to fruition, but it, it would have been a fun <laughs> idea. So Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's airplane mode, a pretty cool... <laughs> announcement I thought was pretty interesting. Um, on to sort of slightly more serious, I think, like more actual newsy stuff. <laughs> so like the Stadia, like Google Stadia, they've released, uh, they've unveiled their their launch lineup like of 12 games. So it's quite interesting to go through and see some of these games. Like obviously you can see it on the screen, Catherine, but like some of these games like uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Destiny 2, Mortal Kombat 11. Just Dance. <laughs> that's going to be interesting for a streaming thing because that's yeah. quite time-based, yeah, as well as like stuff like that. Thumper as well. I just wonder why you'd be investing in Stadia to buy Just Dance on it, <laughs> to be honest. Well, they've got to put Just Dance on everything. It's on the, Wii. It's on the Wii still. Yeah, the new games come out on the Wii. That oh, is that's insane. That's amazing. Like, I love that. I kind of admire the sort of 
the dedication, I guess, just to put it out on everything possible. Like, <laughs> is it on the Wii U? I think, actually, oh, ah, that reminds me, the last, I can't remember if it was the last Just Dance or the one before, they released it on the Wii and not the Wii U. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is that, just that tragic. That just sums it up, I guess, doesn't it, really, doesn't it? So, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that happened and that's just... So, like, looking, looking through this, like, lineup and stuff, a lot of these games are already out. I'm not too familiar with some of these other games, like GYLT and what does that Keen Kine, I guess. I'm not familiar. I've not seen Most these before. Most of them look like re-releases. Though. Yeah, but a lot of these games, I'm pretty, pretty sure, yeah, the vast majority of them are already out. There don't seem to be any, like, new games on there. Like, there's sort of new-ish games, like Red Dead 2. Um, I think that's probably the newest game. Just Dance is fairly new. <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat. I've, yeah, maybe Just Dance is the most recent game on that list. Yeah. But looking at that lineup, in considering that a lot of these games are already out on other platforms that people probably already would have played, mm. what do you... Like, do you think there's any... Draw. Yeah. I mean, I... That's what I'm struggling yeah. to think of. I guess it might be so that they can, like, compare. So Maybe. it's like, oh, this is how it runs on whatever other console, and this is how it runs on this. But it's like, I, you know, that would be for people like us who, like, want to review it or whatever. If you're just wanting a gaming experience, I don't know why you'd want to pay that much to play the same things again that you already can. Yeah. That's a bit confusing to me. Mm. That's interesting, because... Um sort of related back to I guess football manager actually um I, I, the actual full game 2020 comes out um in like a couple of weeks actually or a couple of days which is around the sort of same time that this launches so I'm intrigued to think like this comes out on the 19th right yeah the mm. 19th of November I'm just going to quickly search up I don't think it's long after that 20 uh, 20, 20. <laughs> 20 release date 19th oh, it's, November. The same. it's the same day, but it's not part of the day one lineup. That's odd. Yeah, because I, I I remember like saying like thinking that FM was out that sort of time, but yeah, on the same day, and it's not part of the lineup because they said it be a new game. They said actually that Football Manager 2020 would be on Stadia as well. I guess just not so, at launch. I guess yeah, it's just not at launch. Um, but it shouldn't be too long after that. I don't think. Then I guess. But yeah, it's a, it's a bit strange how it's not part of the day one. Um, oh, it's on like, okay, right. So they've got another list about some coming to it relatively soon and there's Football Manager. So, but yeah, there's, I mean, I'm not, like, some of these games are pretty interesting, but it's, obviously they've been yeah. out on other stuff. It's just not a good draw, I don't think. Yeah. I'm definitely interested in checking it out, to be honest, because... Um, like PlayStation Now I've had experience with and while I haven't had the worst time with it I would definitely not prefer to play games with streaming in them and I guess mm. with Stadia you've got no choice so it'd be interesting to see um, if that's the only experience that it's got to be pretty good so I'd be interested in trying that out um, maybe I guess depending on what our closest issue to it is maybe like writing a review or a feature about Stadia I guess I could mm. do that Um but yeah, like the thing, like the thing is, these games I do want to check out because there are some of them that I haven't played, and if I'm gonna go check out Stadia, I might as well take that opportunity to experience some of these games. Yeah. But 
um, I don't know how many, like, because I don't buy that many games as much as I used to. Yeah, it's um, quite an investment, isn't it? Yeah, like, obviously I'm in, a, I guess, in, the, in a minority in the sort of sense that a lot of people will have already played a lot of these games. So it's hard to say what my experience or, or yeah. worth or value of it would be compared to someone who's played more of these games than me. So, yeah, like... I just thought that was interesting to finally get a launch lineup yeah. with these games. Like there are certain ones that I haven't played. I've not played Red Dead Two, which um, probably would be one that I would definitely go to first. Um, some of these other games I've sort of not played, but not interested in some of these. But yeah, like the the upcoming games, I'm definitely looking at some of these more and thinking, yeah, I want to play that, like Football Manager 2020, um, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Attack on Titan 2, uh, Final Fantasy 15. Like some of these games, like the, the ones that you would want to play if you hadn't played them already. Yeah, it's a good lineup of games, but just yeah, the, the whole thing games. I'm, the whole thing I'm saying is like, yeah, there's, there's a good lineup. It's just how many of these things will be new to people. Yeah. And I guess that's probably what the value you'll get out of it day one yeah. is how much of these games have you played if you haven't played a lot of them and you were interested in checking them out like i have been then go for it why not try it on stadia <laughs> yeah so yeah that's uh something that i saw and thought might be interesting to finally check out um the next one i'll talk about i guess we'll leave this fifa one until last because it's quite an in-depth story um very quickly like playstation have had a reshuffle um in terms of their sort of worldwide studio division which sort of oversees all their like first party development studios like naughty dog and uh guerrilla games and like sucker punch and stuff like that incidentally uh guerrilla games uh the head of guerrilla games herman <laughs> I'm going to butcher this. Herman Hulst, Hulst. Looks like it, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, apologies if that's way off. But yeah, he's been promoted to the new head of Worldwide Studios, replacing uh, Shuhei Yoshida, who has sort of stepped down a bit and is now sort of overseeing more like indie level uh, development, which he was always passionate about. Like from when I've seen him at E3, he always seemed to like or, well not just e3 but like every time he's sort of been interviewed and stuff he's always seemed to have a passion for that indie game sort of level which i guess him working more closely with those people would like be quite a bit of a beneficial thing because um he seems on board with indies and he seems like the quiet guy that people would get on with like yeah um but yeah it's interesting to see like herman holst Again, sorry about the pronunciation. <laughs> get promoted to Worldwide Studios because um, I'm not sure. I'm like, not sure how much of an investment or how much of an involvement he had with uh, her, like development of Horizon. I know he was the head of the studio, but um, yeah, like that was a really good game. I've really enjoyed Horizon, so I'll be interested to in see what if there were many like if there were going to be a sequel because I assume there would be. Mm. Um, how different that would be without him, but. He's obviously earned it because Horizon was a great game, and you know he's done a, done quite well with um, Gorilla post Killzone because I think not many people really thought too highly of them because mm. Killzone wasn't the most popular of, of series. 
But yeah, it's interesting to yeah. just to note, I guess, a little bit of a reshuffle that seems like a pretty logical step, I guess. Creation of an indie sort of initiative that Shu would oversee would be quite, you know, you would probably expect that sort of thing, I yeah. guess, from if you sort of knew him, I guess, and knew what he was <laughs> like, I guess. Um, so yeah, that was a little bit of PlayStation reshuffle. Like the last story we have, yes, the last story. Um, there was this the big sort of scandal that's gone out fairly recently about FIFA and the sort of competitive scene about this. Now, obviously, I don't really want to get into any territory that would get us in trouble um, <laughs> or like insinuate anything bad. So I'll sort of do the Spark Notes version of it. Um, so, like this, this guy was. Uh, like this guy playing FIFA and he was playing this game on like this mode I can't remember I think it's like the weekend weekend league or weekend ranking or something like that where it's ranked based on uh, your win-loss ratio rather than any specific like skill factor or anything like that so he was playing a game and um, he got like disconnected which is not a rare thing yeah, on FIFA. Not... It's, it's quite common, but he just thought the thing of it was a bit sort of suspicious. So he like got, he had a friend who was in this Discord server, which where everything has sort of gone down on, where some of the highest profile uh, FIFA players, um, particularly in like North America, I think it says on this article, um, have sort of had this thing where they try to avoid playing each other so they can get the best rankings because obviously if it's based on that then they would want to play people that they can beat rather than playing each other where they can't influence the ranking as much so obviously the higher you do or the better you do the more prize money you would get so that seems a bit uh yeah like (laughs) bit interesting so you're saying like screenshots of uh like this discord and like uh just like what was going on about people like discussing who they were wanting to play or like who they were like saying to like oh avoid this guy or stuff like that it's just it's really interesting how that's sort of gone down and like people have been like they've subsequently like people have been subsequently banned for it but yeah, like interesting to see that this has sort of gone down because not that I like didn't think that this sort of thing could have existed. Like it's, it's same the same thing. It's a bit of a surprise to see yeah, it be exposed like that. Bit, yeah, and sudden, just out of nowhere. I, I guess. guess it's like <laughs> if you're playing Pokemon and there was a, there was a ranking system for that, and like the the top Pokemon players we're trying to avoid it playing each other obviously you'd go like that's that's messed yeah. up so if it's influencing like like you say what was it like prize yeah i think as like well, depending that's... on how well how well they did in sort of in the in the rankings it like affected how you know how what the rewards are you got so if they're skewing that that is bad yeah so yeah it's the, you could qualify for like national events and stuff like that which is 
like, it, it played into this this mode played into other things not just i guess prize money but just more tournaments and stuff so yeah that's very interesting <laughs> so we'll see how that unfolds that now that's been sort of broken and then that sort of sums up the news i think this week yeah a lot of varied stuff like a few positive ones like sonic and uh, <laughs> i guess airplane mode. yeah I'd, I'd call it positive yeah so an interesting week i'd say actually i it's quite of, a busy one yeah obviously there was a lot more that we could have like discussed there was i think it was brief very briefly there was a news article about people like someone um stealing stuff from valve including like forty thousand dollars worth of games including like gabe newell's minigun which i thought <laughs> was like really interesting it's like what he's got a minigun okay i mean i knew he has that sort of like a knife collection because he i don't know he's just but he likes knives fair enough but yeah so that was some of the thing we saw so <laughs> yeah i guess that's the news we'll be back with like the brief topic of the week and uh goodbyes so we'll see you after this right hello we're back with hello. the topic of the week um like the final part of the this episode of the forge games cast um this is a quite a topical one actually because <laughs> this is probably relevant to no one who's not involved in like press or interested in like the press side of what we do i guess but um it was recently announced that forge press uh, would be hosting the student press association conferences in 2020 in april so i thought it'd be quite topical to talk about what some of our favorite <laughs> conference moments were of like e3 or gamescom or other stuff like that so yeah it's <laughs> pretty interesting to talk about so i guess Catherine, what are some of the things that you've enjoyed a lot about you know e3 i guess or other stuff like that? honestly for me it's like i don't know i'm i don't always watch all the other conferences i always watch nintendo i don't yeah. always watch all the others but at least it's always the case with nintendo there'll always be like a meme of the year like, something will happen. Oh, yeah, because, like, I remember one was, like, they were, like, Muppets or, like, puppets. Yeah, yeah. Another one, I think, was, um, I think they were, like, oh, I can't remember if they were made out of, like, they were made out of materials or yeah, something. Yeah, there's been a couple like that, like, so yeah. there's the Muppets one, and there's always been a weird thing happen or a weird quote, like, um, the one that springs to mind for me, at least, I was actually too young to watch this at the time. Like, I, I didn't know all this was a thing, but, like, when they were first, like, when they first announced the Wii balance board. Oh, I know what you're on about. <laughs> I already know what you're on about. Yes, that, that iconic quote, go on, say From it. Reggie, yeah. it's just, my body is ready. And, like, that is iconic. The other one I thought of is also from him, which is, I, I can't remember which year this was, but it was one of the ones where they, like, made them out of things like not puppets but like yeah. clay maybe i'm not sure but there was just a moment where like they had one of these fake audience members in their little animation thing gone saying like come on reggie give us mother three that's, yeah that's, <laughs> and then he burns, he burns them. them yes <laughs> and we still don't have mother three no we don't unfortunately <laughs> and based on that maybe we never will but um but they know about it they acknowledge it i guess yeah it was a fun nod to it anyway nah nintendo's like stuff is always sort of uh interesting like the way they've done it now that's like sony have started doing their like little directs and like state mm. of plays but i like that format. i like i like nintendo's sort of having fun with it the way they do their like the, mu the puppet thing and the <laughs> clay thing it's like that 
I just think they're like quite imaginative with it, with because mm. they are quite an imaginative uh, company when it comes to their game ideas and stuff. Yeah, like, I like that it shows through the way they yeah. present it, but less yeah. so uh, online stuff and like the way they <laughs> handle all that. The communities. <laughs> yes, yeah, they're, they're weirdly forward-thinking with other, like some things and then some backwards. Things just... I don't know, but anyway, you gotta you gotta take the bad with the good, I guess. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, uh, I've got a lot. We haven't got a lot of time, but I can at least go through some of my favourites. Like, I can't remember what year it was. I think it was 2015, I think, where, where it was, like, the fan fiction conference at Sony, <laughs> where, like, The Last Guardian was re-announced, Final Fantasy VII Remake was re-announced, and Shenmue 3 was announced, <laughs> all in the same conference. <laughs> so that was pretty, like, everyone was going wild the reaction videos from those are like still like i go back and watch every now and again like like that that conference was like crazy so that was pretty entertaining um some of the other ones i've enjoyed watching for maybe less like actual genuine enjoyment reasons and more cringy reasons have mm. been like every time microsoft like advertised like the connect and got people out on stage to demonstrate yeah. what it was going on. Like the the one I remember in my mind, <laughs> at least like the um, oh, the the animal one, the one where you like pet a tiger. Oh yeah, like, I remember that game. Connect Connectimals. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah, and like this little girl who's like eight years old or so <laughs> comes out on stage and like basically plays with this tiger on stage at a, a national like worldwide gaming conference with like hardcore like <laughs> you got in like the like call of duty in the same conference and stuff like that she's it's like, just going for and it she's just tiger. got like playing with this tiger and going like oh skittles it's like, <laughs> like paying it. it's like playing along with it and it's like the guy um or the head of uh, head of connect or whatever position this this dude was on stage he was like Going like, oh, that's cute! Isn't this great? You can do this with the Connect, and like the when they, one of the most iconic moments with Connect was when that same guy came out on stage and goes like, "You want to see what the bottom of an Avatar's shoe looks like?" And then he lifts his foot, and the motion tracking is so off; it, contor- <laughs> it contorts the Avatar's body. It shows you the bottom of the shoe, but like his legs all twisted, his arms are all up in the air. It's like, and he just plays it off like, oh yeah, that was like supposed to happen. Like, he just ignores it. <laughs> that was it. funny, wasn't it, guys? <laughs> yeah, that so, won't happen when like you're that, 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 that entire like connects on stage thing was always sort of weirdly <laughs> interesting. Like you could go into a whole tangent about motion control. We E3. mentioned motion controls a bit. Yeah, was it like, last time or? Do you remember yeah. like I don't know if it was in the same. Uh, com- I don't know what year it was, but like I don't know if it was in the same conference as like my body is ready sort of line. <laughs> but like there was this guy who came out, it was like this drummer guy for Wii Music, right. and he was playing this like uh, I think he was playing the game. Obviously, it sounded like a drum. I think it was the game, and he just got so into it. I don't like, remember that actually. No, it, it's one of the sort of lesser known in comparison to like the Reggie thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a pretty wild moment. And like, stuff like Ubisoft was always wacky when they brought out a guy. Got <laughs> one year they got out a guy called like I think it was called Mister Caffeine, <laughs> like Mister Caffeine or something, and he he played it off like he presented. Like he was on this sort of stand-up sketch show or something, and just every time he tried to make a joke or like do something like funny segue or something, the audience would just completely like blank him, <laughs> and it was so awkward, it was so cringe. It was like, um, 
and he would pronounce like he would pronounce like Tom Clancy's name wrong. He would go like Tom Clancy. It's like it's like why were you saying that? It's just like so much like there's YouTube videos that I recommend people just search up for like stuff like this. Like it, it explains it way better than I can. But then he would just go like um, he would just make this sort of weird wavy sound with like, wavy thing with his arms every time he like transitioned into a gameplay. Then we go like doodle doodle doodle. It's like what are you on? Like, what? Someone like, g- like giving him actual caffeine before he went on or something? Like, what is going on here? Like, stuff like that I've always enjoyed. Like, there's obviously the good conferences. Like I yeah. said, the 2015 one was but pretty good. But moments like that just like, kind of make yeah. them memorable, don't they? Obviously, the, the 2013 one where, you know, Microsoft sort of came out with their, you know, like Xbox One is going to launch at $499 and there was a smittering of applause, but there wasn't a lot. And then Sony came out like a few hours later and said like, yeah, we're going to have, you know, you can use, play your use games, you know, we're not going to make you connect to the internet every 24 hours. Like, like Xbox was going to like do at the time. Yeah. And like they said, oh, it's going to come out at $399. And everyone was like, yeah, <laughs> that was like stuff like that. in 2015 are probably some of the most famous conferences in E3 recent memory for me. And I guess in the wider gaming community but yeah you can have those amazing conferences for those reasons but then there's just funny moments like the connect stuff and mr caffeine is just like yeah it's like i kind of be sad if e3 went because obviously sony didn't go last year they didn't Mm. have a conference um but like stuff like that is always you're gonna lose that sort of thing i guess in a sense with yeah because you can do the nintendo direct and the sony state of play stuff but they're not quite on the same scale you're not going to get that awkwardness or on the, stage yeah right? it's like yeah it just isn't the same but yeah that's that's one of my some of my favorite uh conference moments there's obviously some more that i could probably remember if i thought about it a bit more but yeah there's some of my favorite moments <laughs> that just everyone can just enjoy i guess if you like because obviously there's youtube videos for all these things available yeah. that you can just look up and just share the enjoyment slash cringe slash awkwardness so <laughs> so is there any more that you can think of or not is that really no majority those, of... those are my favorites yeah but yeah it's i feel like i look forward to the like stupid quotes that come from them more than yeah. i do like often like the the announcements and were stuff. there any like good like i know i said like 2015 and 2013 sony stuff but there yeah. any like nintendo e3 years where you've just gone like that was a really good conference with like loads of games that I'm excited for, I like stuff like this that. Year, this, this year, this year was really good. I thought because it was like I might be getting mixed up because we've had directs around it, so I might get mixed up with like when certain things were announced. But we, I know we definitely had Animal Crossing, and like that yeah. blew me away. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Sh- oh wait, no, actually no. I was gonna say Breath of the Wild too, but that wasn't while later on. Um, but I remember being really impressed this year with just all the different things they had. It was a really long one as well. I think it was about 45 minutes of a direct. So it's like when it's going bam, 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 like this game, yeah. this game, this game. Uh, I think there's some Pokemon stuff as well, but that was brief. But it did have Yamper, the dog Pokemon that is new in this game. So like that was enough for me. Um, yeah, I really liked this year's. I think that's probably my favorite in like the most recent years, but I could be remembering wrong. If that's sort of, I guess, everything that, uh, some of our highlights, I guess, we won't go too much into it. Obviously, you can search these things up and then, like, maybe ask yourself what your favourite 
moments, I guess. But that's sort of it for this week. Um, I, I don't know how long it's actually worked out to, but yeah, it, it might be shorter than I think it like has last been, week's. But, but yeah, we've had a uh, busy stuff. So getting on with the uh, issue, this latest issue. Should we talk about what sort of things people can expect? Yeah, we can mention it. Yeah. Um, we've got quite a big Pokemon section just because yeah. this coincides with the release, obviously, of Sword and Shield. So I'm going to be having my first impressions on that in the paper. Uh, I can't say I've started on that yet because I don't have the game, but yeah. soon I will and I'll be writing that. There's also, next to that, there's a whole thing where people have like wrote about what their favourite Pokemon game was, and that's been put into a ranked order. Yeah. Um, actually voted on, not just like me saying, oh, Diamond and Pearl's the best one, even though it is. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> even though it is, um, we got to let the people have their vote on that, even though I think at the minute Diamond and Pearl are winning. So. Yeah, you've, <laughs> you've not just asked like Forge people, you yeah. also asked... The Pokemon um, Society. Pokemon, yeah. So we've gonna mm. mix. Well, not mix. We're gonna add those votes together. Is it in the press? Did you put the Forge thing in the press contributors, or is it? It's in both. So it's in the Pokesock group and it's in the contributors group. Right. So if you if you haven't voted on it, well, I mean, go go. It'll be too late by. <laughs> oh, as as it closed. Uh, well, when this comes oh, no, out, oh yeah, Friday. of course. <laughs> I keep forgetting like it comes out two days yeah, after not, we've recorded. This, this. isn't live. So. Yeah. But yeah, uh, have a look to see how your favourite ranked, I suppose. And we've also got a feature, but I guess we won't spoil that. So I'm not saying everything that's in there. But yeah, yeah. well, actually, it's an opinion. But And we will have a short opinion piece as well in the Yeah, in, in the fuse. extra fuse bit. So that's something, I guess, to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so <laughs> uh, I guess that's about it. I guess we should say goodbye before we're forcibly removed from the room. Oh, like yes. Last uh, time. Sorry. Last thing we would probably do is like just quick recommendation oh, of, yeah, sort sure. of what to play. Like I already talked about Astroneer and how I'd probably say like that was a really entertaining game that I checked out quick, quite fun. And like if you've got Game Pass, then that's something that I would definitely recommend trying. It might. Yeah. So, is there anything that you... Yeah, I'd say Sparklight. If you... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely try the demo. Like, if nothing yeah, else, oh, try yeah, the demo. Yeah, 100%. And uh, I really want to say Pokemon. Let's... I'm going to touch wood that it's not actually going to be a bad game, but <laughs> fingers crossed it won't be, and I'm definitely really looking forward to it, so that. Right. <laughs> okay, then. So, it's been nice. It's been fun. We've <laughs> enjoyed it again, but I, that's about it for this week. So, thanks for listening. Uh Anything you want to say there? Um, the, I don't know. I've not really checked to see how the episodes are doing on like Mixcloud, but yeah, we've been, well, it's kind of hard to say like to be disappointed with the reception that we've got since the it's been first very one. Yeah. So um, thanks so much. Yeah, we've overjoyed with the response it's been getting. Like we didn't really expect anything quite like <laughs> that. So it's been great to see um, and we hope to keep it up. We hope to keep, you know, making great stuff for people to listen to because that's what we're here for. Yay. So So thanks once again and uh, see you next week, I guess. All right, see ya. Bye.